I'm Kayla. And I'm Lance. We are the Jaded Roses, and this is our Broken Mirror. Where we deep dive and take a really good look at ourselves, each other, and everything around us. Let's just hope we don't get any glass lodged somewhere unseemly. This, I guess, is going to be our first installment in a sort of parasomnia series that I guess we'll add to from time to time. We are, we're both pretty mm-hmm. damn excited to be covering this one yeah. specifically. So this episode, we're going to be talking about uh, sleep paralysis, which has been described as Mm -hmm. many things in the course of human history. It has gained a lot of popularity with The Haunting of Hill House. It featured in that series, as well as just with more research being done into sleep and dreams and the different brain Mm -hmm. cycles. Honestly, we still don't know no, pretty much anything uh, about sleep. You know, it is, it's still a very interesting thing to talk about, especially because uh, with sleep paralysis, there tend to be what are called visitors that could be shadow people, could be aliens, could be any number of things. And before we get too far into this episode, I do want to plug... Um, I believe it's still on Netflix. It's called The Nightmare, I think. And it's a documentary about Oh, sleep I didn't paralysis. know that was a thing. Oh, yeah. Where they go and talk to people who suffer from recurring sleep paralysis and talk about their uh, hallucinations and their visitors. and It's pretty chilling. And I used to... I haven't in quite a while, but I did suffer from recurring sleep paralysis with visitors for about two and a half, maybe three wow. years. So it's a it's a it's a thing. And we honestly don't know again no. anything about it. But the the few leading theories first off, if you don't know what sleep paralysis is, I don't know how you made it this <laughs> far. So imagine you have woken up from sleep, but you can't move your body, but you are very aware of your surroundings. Like, you are basically awake, but you're paralyzed. And it does generally come with visitors, which are hallucinations. And it's generally thought that we are either dropping into REM sleep and our brain kind of wakes up instead or we are coming out of REM sleep and instead of going into non-dream sleep our brain kind of wakes up but it doesn't tell our body to wake up if you didn't know your brain releases a specific hormone that the name escapes me now that basically shuts down your motor functions while you sleep that way you don't act out your dreams and so this is kind of when that goes awry and your brain is actively releasing that hormone and shutting your body down your motor functions down but it's still aware and processing information as if you Mm -hmm. were awake before i go into my story because my story is a long one i had i've had a lot of episodes in my time but before we get 
into that, was there anything that maybe you wanted to add? Today, a little intro. Um, I definitely want to add that um, sleep paralysis at one point was uh, determined that there was, um, they used to believe that there was just a demon sitting on your chest. And so. Um, oh, yes. That's where we get the term yeah. nightmare from because the mayor was uh, mm-hmm. a witch from whatever civilization. And so um, they, bo- and that's why they, um, because sometimes uh, it's reported that you have. Um, heavy feeling on your chest and so yeah a pressure mm-hmm. on your chest and so that was uh that was thought to be the demon so it was thought that a demon um, was trying to take over you i believe uh while you slept and that's what you were feeling that you were feeling like that personal attack by the demon that's that was uh the main thing i know of about sleep paralysis in terms of like uh the mythology about it this is one of the things mm-hmm. that I'm excited to hear your stories fully and see where it goes because a lot of people believe that the things you see are not just visit quote unquote visitors like in your mind is happening. They believe that that's spirits. Right. Mm-hmm. That they're actually in the yeah. world. Mm-hmm. One important thing to note for mm-hmm. whatever reason is that with visitors, there seem to be tropes. Like what? that people like that that people see like they are conserved across multiple people having multiple instances you can have the the hallmark ones are the generic mm-hmm. shadow person has no defining features it's just humanoid mm-hmm. and it's shadow you can have a i think they usually call it the the hat man so it's humanoid in shape but it's clearly wearing okay. like a hat generally is depicted as a sort of not like a top hat but and not quite a fedora but somewhere in the yeah, okay, I arena i i can't remember the name of the <laughs> fucking hat but you know they're they're there a lot of people will see aliens and of course when you see the typical uh, depiction of an alien they're usually like gray mm-hmm. staticky that kind of thing some people see animals i know there was a guy in the nightmare that would always see like a demonic black cat sitting on his chest or sitting on someone else's chest and it would hiss and whatever and it's it's very interesting that these people that have had like no contact with each other would see pretty much Mm -hmm. the same yeah but yeah so throughout my story there will be three visitors that i've had two of them i have not given names to because i've only seen them each once the third is the recurring visitor, and for obvious reasons, I named him <laughs> Freddy. I have been instructed that that was not the best <laughs> action, giving him a name, but I got tired of saying the visitor, especially when I started seeing multiple. <laughs> so, my story with Freddy starts the summer after my freshman oh, year okay. of college. That summer was very, very hard on me and my family and my mom and little brother uh, at the time were living with my grandparents and uh, of course I was off at college but I had gotten a research position with the professor that was going to be my undergraduate research supervisor but had gone home for my birthday we always got a week off toward the middle of the summer uh, my birthday's in early July so usually around the 4th is when they'd give us mm-hmm. you know a few days off and every year I would just tell him, hey, I'm just going to take an extra few days and go home. He was generally fine with that every summer. 
because uh, he knew that I would be there like on the weekends mm-hmm. and stuff too. So when I went home that summer, it was revealed to me that my mom and little brother and my grandparents had started Fun. a little family feud. So I got to deal with that the entire time I was there. And the day I got back, I had yeah. a dream. Clearly a nightmare, because this is the first time I saw mm. Freddy. Uh, at the time, I thought it was just a nightmare. But I was clearly in my bedroom at my grandparents' house. And it's a, a one-story house. And there was a street light right outside my window. My room was full of boxes that had been like packed up. The bed was basically the only thing left in there that was mine that wasn't packed up. And I could clearly see the window despite all the boxes because dream. Yeah. <laughs> and there was a silhouette of somebody's, you know, like if somebody had a bust made of oh. them, it was like it was sitting on the outside yeah. windowsill. And I was like, the fuck? But, you know, they're outside. So, and I'm, I'm fucking tired. I'm laying in bed. Yeah. I'm trying to go to sleep. So I said, fuck <laughs> it. I'm going to go to sleep. Fuck you, killer. Because dream logic. <laughs> Right. Whoever the fuck you are. <laughs> bye. As I'm starting to fall asleep, I see out of the corner of my eye a figure dart behind a stack okay. of the boxes. And so I kind of rouse a little bit. And uh, thinking it was mm-hmm. Nick, my little brother, I yell at him to yeah, get out of my room. Sense. I, I don't hear the door. I don't hear the door. So I decide to kick over the stack of boxes that he had darted behind. How I reached the stack of boxes. I was gonna say. Don't ask. Okay. Dream logic. But um I kicked over the stack and I heard nothing other than the boxes fall. So I was like, Ugh, fuck, <laughs> now I gotta pick that up. And I didn't get him. I get out of bed and as I'm going to pick mm-hmm. up the boxes, I see that my bedroom door is Ooh. cracked. Open. I know a lot of people do this, but I mm-hmm. especially do this. I do not leave doors open when I go to sleep. My closet has to be closed. If there's a bathroom adjacent to the bedroom, that's got to be closed. My bedroom door tends to be closed mm-hmm. and locked. I like yeah. to feel secure I mean, yeah. when I go to sleep. So I knew that something okay. was wrong. And I go to close the door. And when I push on it, it goes into the jam, but I don't hear the the click of oh. the you know the door the, the yeah. little thingy going in the hole the hole in the, in the jam. jam. I don't know okay, door yeah, terminology. And so I lift off of it, and it just swings back open to where it was. And I repeat that process for about three times, and then like the fifth time, I go to push on it. It Whoa. doesn't move at all. It's not like I'm trying to move something heavy really heavy like i have the feeling that something is pushing back Mm -hmm. on the door and so i say nick you need to go back to bed and nothing changes so i decide to whip the door open all the way and there is a shadowy figure it's a little bit taller than me no features at all it's like staring into a void the only detail that i remember is that the void was outlined in like a baby blue light and dream logic again i almost instinctively grab its arm and then it's almost like it sucked me into itself 
I seemingly whizzed through what looked like space. It was like all black except for trailing lights that looked like stars. And I was just like at warp speed flying through space. And then all of a sudden I woke up. So that was just a pure nightmare. Okay. Yeah, that was just a nightmare. That wasn't a sleep paralysis thing. I hadn't hadn't experienced sleep paralysis prior to any of the story. The next night, again, I was back in town for college. In my dream, I was in the bedroom of the apartment that I was staying at. So that made it a little harder to like convince myself that it was a dream. But again, there was a street lamp right outside the window. And I was on the third floor, and that silhouette <gasps> was outside the window. Okay. Right then, like, in Dream Me was like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? I'm on the third fucking floor. Yeah. Why? <laughs> and it didn't open up to a balcony. Oh, that was so my like next that, question, like actually. Just, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no. It was just three floors to oh the ground. Oh, my God. Again, dream logic was just like, <laughs> fuck you. And I turned over. And as soon as I turned over, he next was standing next mm. to the bed. And before I could even really process what mm-hmm. was happening, he grabbed <gasps> my arm. And it looked human. His hand looked human, except, you know, it was black. But it felt like talons. It Like, it felt like he only had two fingers Ooh. and a thumb that had razor-sharp claws at the end. And his claws were digging into my wow. arm. And so, naturally, I woke mm-hmm. up, and my arm wow, okay. hurt. Like, there were no marks, but my arm hurt right where he was grabbing me. So, I saw that as he was getting me back. I shouldn't have grabbed him. Cool. Mm -hmm. But now it's done. That's the end of the (laughs) dream phase. I think it was more so the fact that the hand wasn't making sense physically. (laughs) And that's what woke me up. Like, my logical brain took over and was like, (laughs) no. That's not... (laughs) Yeah. This is dream. That's fair. <laughs> I didn't see him again for another year. Okay, so thereabouts. you had the two dudes by him back to back. Then there was nothing for a year. Right. Okay. Then there was nothing for All right. and so, a year. And that was the end of our nightmares. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's the end of the dream. <laughs> so, because I always saw him after I moved. So what was the next time you moved? The next time I moved would have been into the apartment with Brian, but I did not see him. The whole ever. time you were with Brian? In the apartment with Brian. Okay. Right. Interesting. Not in the apartment, at least. I'm trying to think. Okay, I did see him in the house. So I was with Brian. So I didn't see him for oh. almost two years. But uh, my junior year? Yeah, my junior year. Brian and I rented mm-hmm. that house together. And our rooms were right across the hall from each other. I was laying in bed, and uh, this was my first run-in with sleep paralysis, so I had no idea okay. what was going on. I was laying in bed, you know, I was sleeping, and all of a sudden, I was awake, but I wasn't. I couldn't move. I couldn't talk. And I looked at the only direction I really mm-hmm could look which was toward the door and 
he was he was in the doorway. Was your door open or was it closed at this point? Because you say usually you closed it and locked it. That's why I'm just asking. Because it was just us in that house and we didn't know the mm-hmm. neighborhood. We both slept with our doors okay. open. Okay. That just adds to the creep factor too, to be honest. Yeah. Right. And the door was mm-hmm. was open. <laughs> um, and he was in the doorway and he he was just standing there looking at me baby blue outline and all and i remember trying i thought i was going to die like i remember trying so hard like i couldn't tell if i was going to die or if i was already dead i couldn't move and i couldn't speak and there was this thing in the doorway but after what felt like a fucking eternity, it was probably only a couple minutes, all of a sudden, my left foot just, like, shot up because I had been trying to wow. kick my feet. And I woke up, and then I didn't sleep for, like, So how did you days. figure out was sleep paralysis that was happening? That came later, because I thought yeah, that was a that's dream. that's why I was asking, like, did you immediately think this, or? Okay. No, that, like, it, I had no idea what that was. I had never heard of sleep paralysis, and I was Fair, scared shitless. Yeah. So I literally stayed up until I couldn't anymore. (laughs) And I think he, for all of the shit that we went through at Mm -hmm. that apartment, because I was with Brian and I felt Mm -hmm. comfortable, I think he stayed away. Or maybe he was trying to like get up the strength and he wanted me to be weak, which happened shortly after we moved into the house that's when like stuff with my mom Mm -hmm. started getting bad anyway i didn't see him again until grad school so brian and i graduated i stayed Mm -hmm. for grad school i moved into an apartment with the guy that i roomed with during orientation for undergrad and pretty much the same exact situation and i mean this was close to two years (laughs) after that wow okay because we stayed in that house for two years it was like the week that I moved. I still had some shit in, in boxes that I hadn't unpacked yet. Oh. You know, yeah. moving sucks. <laughs> and I was trying to start grad school and shit. So yeah, it, it that's a lot going on. I, I mean, I did the same thing, so I feel you. But pretty much the same thing happened in that apartment. I had a bathroom to myself, but it was separated from the bedroom by uh, okay. a little hallway. And there was a door at the end of the hallway that opened up into the living room. And what I would do is shut and lock that door and shut the bathroom door. But for whatever reason, I felt like that was enough. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't shut the bedroom door, at least not this, this particular night I did after this night. Again, I hadn't seen him for two years, but pretty much the same same shit happened. Except he wasn't in the doorway. He was oh, okay. in the room. Toward the foot of the bed, like between the foot oh. of the bed and the door. Yeah. Um, he was getting closer. And, I mean, he just he just stood there. That's all he ever really did. And you couldn't move during this time? Yep, couldn't move. I remember trying to yell for Andrew, the guy that I was living with, but... You know, when you if you tried to talk and not open your mouth, it just kind of... Yeah. And that's all um, that was happening. 
complete with, I started, I think I started having oh, a panic God. attack as well. Cause I, I remember not being able to breathe. Yeah. And I, I think it was that time too. It was my left foot came to the rescue eventually. Wow. <laughs> and then between that time and the next time I saw him, I had a few mini episodes. I remember, I think I had a dream about sleep paralysis because I remember a dream where I was in like a dentist's office or something. And I was like, not under gas, but I was paralyzed and I didn't see anybody. So I don't know what that was about. I only did it once. It seemed to last forever. And then it was about this time that I started paying attention to what my body went through. Like, any sort of weird thing my body did when I would lay down to go to sleep. And I managed to narrow it down to this weird sinking feeling of being watched as well as almost a reverse chill. Like, you shake and whatever to get chill because your body needs to Mm -hmm. generate heat. It's almost like my body was trying to take in cold. And I know scientifically that doesn't make sense. But... More so than shaking to get heat out, it was almost like I was shaking so something could get in. And whenever that would happen, and it was like as I was drifting off to sleep, so at least for a few times, I I choose to believe that some of my sleep paralysis was, I forget the scientific term, but it was pre-REM sleep. Oh, okay. Paralysis. And whenever that would happen... I would sit up. Like, I would force myself mm-hmm. to sit up. I believe that's why I didn't see him for a long oh. time. I would actively stop myself from falling asleep when I felt like he was coming. There was one time I didn't immediately... Uh, I guess I was, like, starting to fall asleep. So, like, I like physically couldn't make mm-hmm. myself sit up when it started happening. So I flipped over and pulled the covers oh. over my head instead and that seemed to work the next couple of times i saw him be shortly after i moved after that most recent incident so roughly a year after that i saw him pretty much once a week i remember you telling me that and for the first three they were pretty much the same as before uh one when he was in the doorway but that door was closed when I fell asleep. So it was kind of like I tried to use it to wake myself up. Like, of course, that this mm-hmm. is not real because I closed that door. But, you know, that didn't help. The second time he was between the foot of the bed and the door. The third time he was at the foot of the bed. And the last time I saw him that month, and it's coincidentally the last time I saw him, period, he was on top Ooh. of me. And yelling in some language I don't understand. And his color had changed. His outline was was red instead of baby blue. I don't know why, because I I hadn't done anything. But that was the last time I saw him. He was shaking me and yelling at me. So yeah, that's my chronicle of Freddy. It has now been... Roughly five years since I've seen him. Four or five. Wow, okay. Well, I guess that's a good thing. Right, but it lasted about four or five years. (laughs) 
the other two experiences that I've had, I want to say it was like a month or two after the last time I saw Freddy, it happened again. Uh, it also tends to happen when I fall asleep laying on my back. So for years, I would force myself to fall asleep on my side. I, you know, woke up but didn't, paralyzed, can't move, can't speak. Um, and there was a figure at the foot of the bed, but it wasn't toward the door. It was toward the opposite side. When it moved, it cracked Whoa. Like twigs. But it was like... You okay? <laughs> I thought, uh, yeah, I um, just, you know, put myself back into a, <laughs> a little bit of a dark place. But um, I was heavily mm -hmm. depressed and thought that, you know, that was, I thought this was the sign that uh, my time was coming one way or another. It was the, like an artist's depiction of the angel of death. It was wearing a robe, mm -hmm. it was skeletal. It held a staff. I don't remember it being a scythe, but it was definitely at least mm. a very long stick. Its robes were tattered. I couldn't see its face. Uh, and it had wings, but they were skeletal. They weren't fleshed out. And it was it was reaching Whoa. for my foot. And I thought I was going to die. I remember trying so hard, yelling no and don't. And eventually, I think it was my right foot that time, wow. popped up. The last visitor that I had was back in 2018. Mm. You know I went through quite a bit with my, mm -hmm. my last ex. But during one of our stints together, his grandfather passed. And I had met him a few times. He seemed mm. like a really sweet guy. But I just didn't know anything really about him a few months after his passing we broke up for a few months and then i ended up moving back into town and staying at the place that he had gotten and at that time he was working night shifts so i was just mm -hmm. yeah you there. were alone at night and for whatever reason i didn't want i didn't want to sleep in the bed that night hmm. i can't remember why but I was on the couch, laying down, and I was actually positioned in such a way that I could see the kitchen, yeah. like, clearly. As I'm starting to fall asleep, I feel that, that tingling sensation, the, the chill. I feel like I'm being mm -hmm. watched. And then I see this, like, look like an older man hunched in the kitchen using a walking stick. And all he said was my ex's name. Oh! He said it about seven or eight wow. times before my phone went off. So he had actually texted me and they woke me up because my phone was laying on my chest. Yeah, so that one wasn't no. menacing. That's still scary. But... Like, it's a frightening experience yeah. still. But yeah, so uh, I might low-key... I was going to say, that's a great point because I was going to ask about that. What do you feel like is going on with all this? I'm of the mm -hmm. opinion that dreams in general are a way for us to process yeah, things. Even though they get really abstract, our brain does some really weird shit when it's more mm -hmm. active than it should be. And I also know that when 
the brain is bored or when it feels like there's not enough going on, it will invent things for you to see mm-hmm. and hear so that it can be entertained, I guess. Yeah, brains, brains are, are weird. Definitely weird. So I feel like, I, f- I honestly feel like Freddy was a manifestation of my anxieties, <laughs> particularly dealing with my family's drama at the time that I started seeing him. Every time I moved, I think subconsciously I got reminded oh, okay. And so he would yeah. show up for a little while. Now, I've moved seven or eight times since <laughs> the last time I saw him. And I haven't seen him, so I don't know if I'm, like, getting over it. I don't know if I just kind of accept moving now as a part of life or, you know, whatever it might be. That's interesting. But that was was my take on Freddy. Now, the... I think because the... Whatever neurological disconnect had -hmm. been established when I started seeing Freddy, I think it was convenient for my depression to take it over. And that's why I saw mm-hmm. the angel of death because at the time I was contemplating a, yeah. a lot of things. <laughs> we'll just put it that way with my ex's grandpa. I know that it was still mm-hmm. affecting him. And I also knew that the one item that he wanted of his grandfather's to keep as a keepsake was his walking oh. cane so he had it in the apartment and shortly after his death i kind of mm-hmm. jokingly kind of not but while we were still together shortly after his death at a different apartment i know i was starting to fall asleep while he was at work and there was a corner of the room that was left completely black even though there was a light mm-hmm. right outside the window And for whatever reason, whatever night that was, because I know it was kind of close to Christmas, I just felt like a presence there. Like, my eyes kept flitting back to it, and I eventually was just like, he's at work, and uh, I don't know, you're (laughs) freaking me out now. I I need you to state your business or leave, please. (laughs) And so I think I might have, like, accidentally primed myself Mm. for seeing him later. Even though it was months okay. later. So you so you're anticipating like it's just a lot from the feelings you were experiencing in those moments that created these images. Yeah. Because I know I know particularly my brain is very fond of conjuring up dark images to help it process what I'm going mm-hmm. through in life. Okay. That's interesting. That's very odd. Did you tell uh your ex about any of those experiences? Like, of the, of with his grandfather? Oh, yeah. I mean, I told him about all of them. I don't remember telling him mm. about the angel of death. Because I know he he wanted to take me to church after talking about <laughs> Freddy. <laughs> and for, like, months after I told him about seeing his grandfather, he would, you know, he bragged about it, saying that his grandfather was watching okay. the but I mean, when I saw his grandfather, no, it wasn't it menacing, wasn't menacing no. at all. Yeah. I wasn't scared. It was a freaky experience. It was just, why here? Mm-hmm. Why now? Why like this? So you primarily experience with nightmares and sleep paralysis when it comes to figures. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Nightmares abound. <laughs> Every now and then, a little uh, sleep yeah, paralysis. See, I, for I'm very thankful. I don't usually get nightmares that I remember consciously. Yeah, it is. I have no recollection usually. 
Like sometimes, sometimes I'll have a bad one though. That'll put me in a emotionally. It'll just put me in a weird place of feelings because I don't know how to process what mm-hmm. the dream was. But usually, when uh, that happens, I have to deal with someone who was in that dream that day, and so it just heightens my anxiety about having to deal with them. Because then I'm like, oh well, I wasn't nervous about going to hang out with them, but now I am. <laughs> yeah, now it's but like now a, I am. it feels yeah. feels like a premonition of bad feelings. But there's usually no reason. It's just probably a bad dream that affected me, and I don't really understand why. It just stirred up some anxiety within me. It was just like, anxiety was like, you know what? I'm a little bored. I feel like we could have some fun today. But yeah, I've never had sleep paralysis. I've only had one weird, funky dream thing that happened. Weird, yes. funky dream thing. Yeah. Trainer. So this was while I was uh, in grad school. And you know the story. Because I decided to tell the story while we had Ouija board out at my apartment. With people who are extremely scared of evil spirits coming to get them. Oh, it was because they asked, um, has anything evil happened in this area? Because they were very scared of that evil entity. Right. And you were like... Yeah, so I decided to tell them, uh, no, (laughs) this is, you know, fairly... It was, like, one of the newer apartments. So it was like, no, this is, you know, Mm. it was just bland. It wasn't, like, anything happened here that we, you know, consciously are aware of. However... There was this weird thing that happened that I don't really know what it was. I'm pretty sure it was just sleep paralysis, but I don't know. I just wake up. Again, this is like, this had to be my last year, so this had to be like 2018-ish. Uh, 2017, 2018. And I was just like, I woke up. I see something in my corner next to my door. My door is always was always locked and was always closed. But I see something, and I'm like, ugh. <laughs> And I, right, I just yeah. still lay there because I'm like, what is that? Like, what could I wasn't even thinking like, oh, that's a person. You're more annoyed yeah. than anything. You're just like, what I the really fuck? just looked at. I was like, oh, what's creating that shadow that's trying to like? Because I, I could feel my brain trying to be like, oh, it's something scary. I'm like, no, it's not. There's nothing in here. I locked the door. <laughs> I locked up, my brain. door. I locked the front door. And like, my roommates here too. I, I think that was the one, one few nights one of my roommates was there. I was like, my roommate's here. Like, oh, no. Hmm. This is not what's happening. <laughs> no one stealthily came in. And then I had my apartment broken into, like, a few years before that, in my first year of being there. But I had had any issues since then. So I see this black thing, and I'm just irritated because I'm like, what's causing that? Because I couldn't remember what was in the corner. I was like, I don't usually put anything in the corner because I gotta open the door. <laughs> And the other door is my closet. I was like, uh, and like, so usually I didn't put anything there because the doors would collide. So there was no point. I was like, but I was so aggravated because I was like, did I put trash there? Like, I was just trying to figure it out. Then I felt my bed shift, like, next to me on the side. And I was like, ugh, okay, that's weird. <laughs> and I couldn't really figure it out. So I tried to sit up to, like, check it out to see if there was an indent or anything. Because I could feel the pressure, like there was an indent, but I was like, is it just me being like, I was thinking like, kind of like a restless leg syndrome thing. I'm just feeling a pressure somewhere near my legs, because my legs want to move. Mm-hmm. And so I tried to sit up, and that's when I got knocked back, and I insanely felt pressure on my chest, and I really was losing like the ability to breathe. There was like, it wasn't like there was anything above me or anything. I just could feel something on my chest. And so then through like gritted teeth said, fuck you. 
And it got off me, and I immediately sat up and started breathing normally again. Yeah. Oh, oh, shit. <laughs> she dropped the F-bomb. Exactly. I was like, it made no sense. So how far up did you get? I was at like a 30 to 45 degree angle. Okay. So you hadn't made it super high or anything. So I was about to say, if you were like at a, you know, 80, 90, that'd have been real. No, it was, um, (laughs) it was definitely like I started and like, I was like halfway there, but I wasn't fully sitting up. Yeah. You like literally just started getting up yeah and it was like, exactly nah. uh so yeah i said fuck you to it and then i didn't have it again <laughs> that was just like a one-time thing but i do remember that they thought i was possessed or trying to become possessed because it wasn't right, like yeah. a stereotypical sleep paralysis because i couldn't move yeah and then you yeah not so like that's why i was like you you, <laughs> had you think so that sounds mighty mm. poltergeisty. If it was, mm. that poltergeist was a little bit of a bitch because all I had to say was "fuck you" to it, and it right. fucked off. Fuck you! <laughs> like, oh, I'm so. How dare you be mean to me? It's my first day on the job. <laughs> it was. It was their first day, and now they'll never. I was gonna say, what if, again. um, what if unknowingly I was the training for all the poltergeists? Like, if you can fuck with her, you're ace. No, you'd be you'd be the haven <laughs> for all the newbies. If you can withstand one of her fuck yous, you, you might make I did, that's all I did was say fuck you, and then I could breathe again. I sat up immediately. Yeah. Conversely, what if that was God trying to call you home? <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> oh. Okay. Well, if that was, God, you shouldn't touch me unless I give you permission to touch me, alright? That's not Consent God. Okay. Consent. I don't know. That's the thing. Like, I I remember that everyone at who was there with us thought I was trying to get possessed. Oh yeah, because I shared at least most of you did my Freddy story. Mm-hmm. I think that night too, and they were like, mm, "Yeah, because no. like I think because I think you shared yours first. And then they were like, "Oh, well, you might be evil." But yeah. What about this? Exactly. Place? And that's when I was like, "Well, no, but." <laughs> And that was the thing, like, it's, it was the one time I haven't had it happen to me any other time. At that time, I don't think it was even the most stressed I was starting in grad school. So it would have ha- it should have happened more often if it was a stress thing. Because I remember right. it not being during my thesis time. So it was like, it had to have been before that. At some point, I just, I guess, almost got something to occur. My thing wasn't sleep paralysis, but the only thing I could find close to it is sleep paralysis i don't know if that would be like it also wouldn't it, it also wouldn't really be like a night terror because usually you have an overwhelming yeah. like fear yeah attached and to i that. wasn't really scared the whole time i was more so right. just annoyed i was just so annoyed like <laughs> annoyed like, with the why ghost why are you doing this like it wasn't even like why why it was a scary why it was like do you understand what i have to do in the morning do you understand you could have waited for the weekend to do this <laughs> do you know how much of an inconvenience this is if you had tonight? any idea what i have to put up with you wouldn't do this so in other news um i would love everyone to just haunt me yeah, I had mentioned night terrors. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't have any specific stories because I was too little to remember, and I tend not to ask my mom That's about right. dark things in my past yep. that I don't remember because I don't remember them for a reason. But when I was little, starting from when I was about 
three until I was probably about seven or eight. Uh, I suffered from night terrors periodically. My mom has shared with me a few times that, uh, you know, I'd wake up screaming, thrashing, and she'd have to lull me Mm -hmm. back to sleep. So sleep sleep is is weird. weird. And um, it can go real bad. Yeah, I had nightmares. Like I've had repeated nightmares before. Thankfully, I haven't really had any since like the start of college for me, which was like 2010. So um, I haven't, and like, oh, that's when mine <laughs> kicked it up to a whole. Well, uh, when I was younger, it was like a weird ass dream. Like I real, like as a child, I should not have been dreaming this nightmare up. I'm not gonna go into what the nightmare was because it was demeaning and very not. It, it involved people that I know and were involved with me in my life, and I was just like. Very confused, very concerned, but it makes sense now that I'm older that I was a stress dream about them. And so, like, mm-hmm. it's fine now, but it would terrify me. And, like, it would happen periodically. And, like, I know it happened a few times while I was um, older because I remember thinking while it was happening, I was like, this is some bullshit. I thought I got over this. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to save nightmares for a whole yeah. conversation because... I've had those for a long ass paralysis, time. Like, again, the most I've had is that one experience, and it was just odd. It was, again, I wasn't scared. I felt like whatever it was, I could take it. <laughs> uh, I love that about you. <laughs> I mean, look. That sounds like, it honestly sounds like some scary movie, the actual series, mm. not the genre. Yeah. Shit. I could see, like, Brenda just being like, do you know what I go through every day? Fuck you. That's literally how I started doing it as I got older with my sleep. I was like, fuck you. This is weird as shit. This shit yeah. is nothing. Like, when I had, when the ones from, when I was younger started returning as I got older, I was like, I knew exactly what it was. And I knew what it was about. But the fact that I had to do it again. <laughs> and that was the thing. I never, when I had this one nightmare, I couldn't wake up from it. I had to watch the whole thing again, mm-hmm. and I had to just sit there and deal with it. <laughs> I was like, I've seen this production several Always times. Bad. And it wasn't even like, oh, this is a nightmare. I was just getting more and more irritated. I'm like, I know. I know that I need to deal with this issue, but I'm not ready. <laughs> so we're just going to have to deal. But that's why I was asking about um what you thought yours was. It's because people do associate a lot of times when something happens in a dream or in something like that, there's a spirituality associated with it. So I was curious right. on that reasoning. In conclusion, uh, Lance has had many sleep paralysis in comparison to me, and he apparently has had a lot of nightmares, which we'll get to in a different episode. And both of us are apparently um, possessed. Yeah, but if one of us is going to survive a possession, it's going to be me. <laughs> it's definitely gonna be you i would just i would probably just surrender and just be like yeah i'm i, I think i'm the embodiment of that meme that's gone around that's like a text mm-hmm. post from tumblr it's like demon invades body <laughs> it's like what the fuck is this like yeah i know <laughs> oh my god <laughs> like, so you're just like that's me. you can't do worse <laughs> right yeah, just come on. I'll, I'll I'm gonna show you how bad of an idea this is. <laughs> just so you know, there's only a 30 day return policy, <laughs> and then I'm right, just coming so. in like I don't have time to deal with this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Who? What are you? What are Who you? Who put me? you on the schedule? I do not see your name on the schedule. You're not working today. <laughs> You're not. You're not an established employee. Therefore, mm-hmm. you don't get. So Perfect. yes, so basically, Bye. Lance has definitely had more paranormal experience, not more paranormal, but more 
sleep paralysis. I may have had paranormal experience. He may have had paranormal experience. We have no true concrete way of knowing one way or the other. But yours definitely sounds more like sleep paralysis than mine did. (laughs) Yes. Yours sounds like a fucking manifestation. I mean, it went away. (laughs) (laughs) I handled it. You handled it. It And that was the thing. It didn't even bother me the next day. I was just, again, annoyed that I had to deal with it. I was just like. (sighs) Right. Like, now I gotta get up. How much? I literally went and checked. I was like, you know, I had to deal with that for like half an hour. I'm gonna have to, like, sleep in a little bit. Uh. But I guess that's where we can end this episode. I'd say it's a fairly productive first uh, introduction to our yes, Parasomnia series. Which I'm very excited about. Right. Uh, so look forward to part two. Don't know when that's going to come out. But, you know, uh, we will let mm-hmm. you know when it does. But yeah, I think that will about do us uh, for this time. So uh, we are pretty. We are thorny. We are very much mm-hmm. over this bullshit. Bye. Stay thorny. <laughs>